What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Andrea Janae podcast, where the sole purpose here is that you will hear something that will encourage you, challenge you, but most importantly, something that will transform you so that you can continue to live your best life for Christ. Today, we are going to talk about love. But before we get into that, I just want to say thank you. We are on episode 10, y'all. And if you've been rocking with me this whole time, I truly appreciate you. I'm mostly excited about us reaching episode 10 because when I started this podcast, my only goal was to, one, be consistent. And to be honest, that kind of got a little rocky uh, towards the end. But two, to at least put out 10 episodes. From my understanding and research, most podcasts don't make it to 10 episodes and or don't make it past 10 episodes. So my only goal, other than being consistent, was to get to 10 episodes and then um break, you know, revamp, go over and then come back for another season. And so if you guys have been rocking with me this whole time, I just want to say thank you and that I appreciate you and I truly do love y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening to me talk. I mean, I appreciate it. I hope that this has been blessing you and helping you live your best life for Christ. I've enjoyed it even amongst the bumpy and rocky roads of it. There's so much to still learn and I'm learning in the process, but I do enjoy getting on here and sharing with you guys the things that God is teaching me and showing me. And so I pray that it's been a blessing to you all. But I guess we should jump into this topic, right? So we are going to talk about love today. We are in Holy Week. And I know maybe for some of y'all, maybe you guys are fasting or on Lent or, you know, observing Holy Week somehow or in some way in your respective churches. Or maybe if you don't belong to a church, you at least... um, are acknowledging this week. And so I was trying to figure out, you know, what we could talk about and love came to mind. And I don't want to talk about love in the way that the world defines love, you know, as this uh, feeling or this affection towards something or someone that we have to have. um, And I have to feel it in order for it to be love. No, I want to talk about what we learn from God and how he demonstrates and shows us love. What do we learn about love from the person who is love, right? We learn that actually love is more than just a feeling. Love goes beyond a feeling, right? Love is a choice that I must make daily as a child of God. Because when we get into love and the definition of love and God, who is love, we learn that love is actually kind of hard. And it's a choice that I must continually make. And so you know me, I'm only to give you 
three things, but I'm hoping you'll realize that although love can be hard, it is doable. That God did not give us the mandate to love one another without also giving us the power to fulfill it. And we can fulfill it through the power of the Holy Spirit. It is a characteristic of the Holy Ghost. And so through God's spirit that lives within us, we can love like God loves. And we should make a constant effort every day to do so, to love people the way that God has loved us. One of the second greatest commandments is to love your neighbor as yourself. But we also learn in John that they will know that we are disciples of Christ because we have love one for another. And not only that, John lets us know that whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. So this is why we should want to love because it literally testifies to who we serve. We serve God who is love. This is how they will know that we are disciples of Christ. This is how they will know that God lives in us. This is how we will draw people to share the good news of Christ and the kingdom of God through love. And so, like I stated before, I don't want to talk about the mushy feeling affection knit love that we are so used to. I wanted to talk about God's love and how he has demonstrated love. And I kind of want to call these the hard truths about love because these three things that I'm getting ready to point out to you and share with you are sometimes the one the things that we don't necessarily bring up or talk about right or we don't view as love but they are love and they should also be a part of how we show love because this is how God has shown us love um so here we go number 1 love corrects Hebrews 12 and 6, and I'm reading the Amplified Version, says, For the Lord corrects and disciplines everyone whom he loves, and he punishes, even scourges, every son whom he accepts, and welcomes to his heart and cherishes. Verse 7 says, You must submit to and endure correction for discipline. God is dealing with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not thus train and correct and discipline? And so we learn from God's demonstration of love that love comes to correct. It comes to um, remind us of what is right. And this is what I mean about love not being a feeling. Just like our parents correct us and discipline us as we grow up and it does not seem um, right at the moment. It does not feel great, right? We learn later in life that the discipline was to make us better, 
was to make us better individuals and human beings. And so there is a standard that God has for us according to his word. And he comes to correct us and and discipline us so that we may be the exact people and children that he has created and called us to be. Correction does not feel great at all, but it's for the betterment of myself and others. As a child of God, I also am obligated to correct and to hold my brother or sister accountable according to God's word. We talked about accountability this season. I encourage you to go back and listen to it if you have not already. But accountability is tough as well. But if I love you and if I want you to live your best life for Christ, then I must hold you accountable and also correct you when you do not line up to the word. And too often we perceive this as judgment when we do not have a healthy understanding of what love truly is. Because it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good to be corrected or to be held accountable or to be told that we are doing something wrong or that's not what the word says. That doesn't feel great, right? But it is love. And the same way God corrects and disciplines is the same way that we must be with one another because we want to live our best lives for Christ. We want to be the best examples of God and Christ here on this earth. And so love comes and it corrects and it doesn't always feel great. But if God is going to correct me as a son or daughter, then I too not only should be able to receive correction from anybody God sends to correct me, but I also should be willing and able to give correction and accountability. It's all love. All right. Second thing, love keeps no record of wrong. 1 Corinthians 13 and 5 from the Amplified Version says, Love takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. We also talked about forgiveness in this season. And in Micah 7, 18 and 19, we learn about how God forgives, right? He doesn't retain anger. He is delighted in having mercy and showing us love and kindness. But it also says that he casts all our sins into the depths of the sea. Some would call this the sea of forgetfulness. But just by going off scripture, if I was to think about somebody casting something into the depths of the sea, I would imagine that trying to recover whatever was casted out that way would be very, very hard to find. And so God casts our sins into the depths of the sea. He keeps no record 
of our wrong when he forgives us. And so love keeps no record of wrong. God, who is love, keeps no record of wrong. And so when we choose to forgive somebody or when we are dealing with people, one thing and one way that we show true and godly love is being able not to keep a record of their wrong. Does that mean I forget Um, what has been done? No, but I do not continue to hold them to the same sin or the same offense that I told them I have forgiven them for, right? I don't continue to bring up their offense um, years later or when a argument arises. That's not love. That's not real godly love. Godly love does not hold any record of wrong. And that can be hard because we remember the things that offend us. We remember the things that hurt us. But in order to operate in true godly fashion, we have to learn to not bring up someone else's offense or past sins when we have decided to forgive. If we are going to forgive, if we are going to reconcile, if we are going to love, then we do not hold any record of wrong right? We don't continue to condemn the person or bring up past offenses because you chose to forgive, to reconcile, and to love. And so I've often heard it said that you know that you have fully healed and fully forgiven and truly, you know, love some somebody when you have opened up yourself to be hurt Uh, by that person again and that can be tough right but the same way that God holds no record of our wrong and yet we fall short of his glory and we don't do right by him time and time again he still loves us he still forgives us and he still throws it into the depths of the sea every time we choose to ask for forgiveness and repent and so the same goes for my relationship with people when i'm loving people i keep no record of wrong especially when they've asked for forgiveness or if i've chosen to forgive them all right And the last one, love is sacrificial. If I'm being completely honest, the reason why I was excited to do this topic of love was really just to make this point. Because we are in Holy Week, we are talking about Jesus Christ who made the biggest sacrifice out of love that none of us could ever repay, none of us could ever give back. He endured the cross in order for us to have relationship, right, with God. And so he sacrificed his life. 
And so there is no greater love, the Bible tells me, than a man who would lay down his life for someone he calls friend. He calls me friend and he laid down his life. He said no one took it from him, but he willingly laid it down. We all know John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Two words stick out to me in that scripture. One, gave. He gave. He offered his son. He sacrificed his son for the world out of love right? And then the other word word that sticks out to me is whosoever believes in him. In other versions of the Bible, it reads whoever, right? That lets me know that whoever is anybody, male, female, black, white, whoever chooses to believe in Christ He will not perish, but have everlasting life. Anybody is able to believe and have everlasting life, right? But that also lets me know the word whosoever or whoever lets me know that God knew that not everyone would believe, that it would be a choice of the people But whether they believed or not, he was still going to offer up his son out of love for those who would. And so that lets me know that not only is love sacrificial, not only does love sacrifice, but love requires us to sacrifice regardless of what the end results are going to be. And that's tough. Sacrificing for people, sacrificing your time, your efforts, your resources, not knowing what you'll gain back or if you'll gain anything back. But because you love God and because his spirit that carries the characteristic of love dwells inside of you, you'll find yourself sacrificing and doing it anyway. Regardless, if you gain anything from sacrificing um, here on earth or amongst the people that God will have you serve, you'll realize that it doesn't even matter. As long as you are doing the will of God, as long as God is pleased with your sacrifice and your acts of love, that is all that matters at the end right? Love is sacrificial. And sometimes that could be hard because as people, we also want a return on our sacrifice. But God knew that not everybody would believe in his son. God knew that not everybody would want a relationship with him. And yet he still gave his only begotten son. Christ knew that not everybody would believe in him. Not everybody would come to him. And yet 
while we were yet sinners, he still laid down his life for us. He still loved us enough to still endure the cross. That's sacrifice. And that is love. And so I hope you guys have learned something from these three things. Love goes beyond just a feeling. But, but love, godly love, is intentional. And it's tough. And it's hard, but it's also rewarding. And the fruits of it and the blessings of it, they go unmatched. And so I hope you guys take these. I hope you guys observe them. I hope you guys study them for yourself. And I hope you guys find yourself applying them to your own lives. Showing godly love and recognizing how God has shown us love. All right, y'all. Well, I thank you so much again for rocking with me for 10 whole episodes. This is the end of my first season. Your girl is going to take a little break. And so I pray that you guys are praying for me as I pray for you. But I also wanted to let you guys know that I would love and enjoy your guys' feedback. If there's any topics that you guys want to hear discussed um, on the podcast, um, if you guys have questions, uh, comments, concerns, all of those things, I would love to hear from you. And so you can email me at andrea.janae at gmail.com or you can find me on all these social media platforms my instagram andrea.janae my facebook page andrea janae brazel twitter andrea underscore janae um you can find me on all these social media platforms um like follow subscribe i would love to hear from you guys um i would love to know who's tuning in and listening and i would just love to hear from you guys i want to know if this is helping you if this is blessing you if it's not whatever it is i encourage you guys to reach out i would love to know but all right y'all i thank you so much and i love y'all so much thanks for hanging out i hope that you heard something that will encourage you something that will challenge you but most importantly something that will transform you so that you will exemplify godly love all right now go and live your best life for christ love y'all